0: Welcome to the We Are Invincible podcast, a project of Wakagape. We are conversation starters, question askers, and prayerful ponderers. Join us as we invite others to the table to meet and celebrate all of the indispensable people that love Jesus. We believe that as followers of Christ, we are invincible when we are united as one. To learn more about other projects from Wakagape, visit www.wakagape.org.
1: Hello, this is Vicki Shaver, and welcome to the We Are Invincible podcast. Oh, I'm so excited about this episode, episode nine, uh, because we are talking about truly what is the heart of uh, Waka agape or this paradigm that we've been walking you through. Uh, we started with abiding, abiding with God, abiding um, in his love and in his word and um, getting to know him personally. And then we moved on to talking about how we grow together and we grow together in one accord. And so we are going to talk this morning. I am joined by Jessica Bates. Hello. We are going to talk this morning about being in one accord and what it means to be in one accord and what unity of the body looks like and why it's important to God and to Amen. His message. Yeah. So let's get started, Jess. What? What is one accord? I remember when we first started this. I'm trying to. I'm trying to go back and remember where we got here because the Lord really <laughs> walked us through this. How did we get here to one accord and and the importance of it? I remember it was mind blowing.
0: It, it was. What first comes to mind is how irritated I was about the acrostic that God had given us. <laughs> <laughs> because I do remember that. I'm I'm a word girl and I really love alliteration, but for whatever reason, acrostics kill me, and <laughs> and I. They irritate me, and so I remember us going through, and we, it was like this I mean, and and I remember we really landed, which passage was it uh, in Ephesians, I want to say, okay, yeah, ephesians, ephesians yeah. four one okay. through six, yep, was really one of the passages that just was like bam, 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 bam because he talks about with humility and gentleness and patience, showing tolerance for one another. So it's this whole exploration of the paradigm of walk agape about abiding with God and then growing together with humility and gentleness and personal maturity. And then growing together. Verse three says being diligent to preserve the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Mm -hmm. And then we, we, I just remember exploring the paradigm and all of a sudden looking at it and being like agape. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a freaking <laughs> acrostic. Oh, cause we have, a, you know, abide and then that. grow together and then <laughs> one accord and then, you uh-huh. know, and then proclaim yeah. everywhere. It's yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Don't Ever try to tell me Jesus does not have a sense of humor because I could almost feel the giggle. Like Yeah, you railed <laughs> against
1: that one for sure. You did. And really, like we'll go into proclaim everywhere later, but these two are inextricably linked. Inextricably. The concept that of, of abiding and growing together in one accord to proclaim his glory everywhere, the whole thing really is inextricably linked. It's Absolutely. not necessarily a straight line as we've talked about before. It goes all over the place. However, the importance of being united and preserving that unity of the spirit and the bond of peace affects the gospel message more than we can even understand. Right? Well
0: said. Well yeah. said. Because, and, and I think one of the One of the hallmark, and I believe we've talked about it at this point, but one of the hallmark passages of that is John 13, 35. You know, that, Mm -hmm. yep, the world will know, I mean, the NASB, by this Mm -hmm. all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another, and that is agape. And so, Mm -hmm. like, our – Ability to love and to accept and to be of one accord, to be in peace, to be in unity, not necessarily Mm -hmm. uniformity, and we're going to talk about the difference there, Mm -hmm. um, is supposed to be our calling card. It's Mm -hmm. supposed to be how the world knows that God sent Jesus. Um, Mm -hmm. That is what's supposed to to show us as ambassadors of Christ. The other passage I just came across in our notes, Vicki, is from, from John 17. And oh, it's, gosh, yeah,
1: we should have started there.
0: Right? It's Jesus' <laughs> prayer, his last yep. verbal public prayer before the crucifixion, right? Yep. yep. Before the crucifixion. So this is like we've done, we've done table tossing we've done mm-hmm. to just ex- get context here. Um, this, is, is, this is just before he's arrested. Okay, so this yep. is his very is, yeah. last public gathering. We're gonna start in uh, verse 20. I do not ask all of these things on behalf of these alone, but also those who believe in me through their word. So that's us guys, that's us. that's
1: us. that
0: they may all be one. Even mm-hmm. as you father are in me and I in you, that they may also be in us. There's that picture of unity so that mm-hmm. the world may believe that you sent me the mm-hmm. glory, which you have given me, I've given to them that they may be one. There's number two. There's mm-hmm. the second, the second thing, just, just as we are mm-hmm. one. I and them, number
1: three,
0: I and them, you and me, that they may be perfected in unity. There it is again. Mm -hmm. So that the world may know that you sent me, that you love them, even like you, Father, have loved me. That gives me chills every and time. He does it every again in verse time. 26. He's not even done. He mm-hmm. keeps going yeah. and yeah. keeps mm-hmm. repeating that same thing. Anytime <laughs> yeah. in Hebrew language that things are repeated, it was done for emphasis. It's like giant exclamation points, right? Yep. And so for him to, as his very last thing, publicly to emphasize it over and over and over and over and over,
1: mm-hmm. and the and the so that is in there. Yes, that's why these two are inextricably linked. That they may be one, even as we're one. And he gives that picture of the beauty of the of the um, the the where we get the Trinity, right? We get the. Um, theology of the Trinity from these types of verses, the glory which you've given me that I give them, that they may be one, even as we are one, so that, mm-hmm. so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them, that's agape, even as you have loved me. Like, oh my gosh, it, I remember these things coming together, the Corinthians and the John 13 verse, and, um, and it started in John 17 with Jesus's prayer and going, this is really important you guys that we figure out how to agape one another and grow together in relationship so that we're in one accord so that people know that this is true mm-hmm. that he came that he loved that he wants us to have life and life abundant that he took all of the ick away by his death and burial and resurrection and Um, imparting the Holy Spirit on his people so that we could be his people and he be our God. And that's the story we see throughout scripture. And it's so vitally important. Love for the body members declares who Jesus is. Oh, Love for the body members declares who Jesus is. And then I looked around at my experience of the church and I went,
0: Wait. I
1: oh, don't I don't really see this. <laughs> Where God, is that? God. Where do you go? Jesus, is this is what wait. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty much.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. we're so and 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 it's really funny as a side note that you did that gasp thing because when you asked me that question about like when it all kind of came together into this synergy, the only thing that came to mind was a sound effect. Oh, really? <laughs> it yeah. was like, oh, like that's the feeling. That, yeah. That, yeah. That it was just like and you can't see us. We're making this vertical sort of in, in the video. Right.
1: <laughs> On high, you know, right
0: (laughs) because it was this resonance. So let's go there. It was like this resonance that everything, and then it was like we saw it everywhere. It's in Philippians, it's in Ephesians, it's in First Corinthians, it's in Romans, over and over and over. This progression of abiding with Jesus growing in personal maturity and intertwining in deep relationship with him then with his followers so that we would be able to be in one accord.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: the word accord, we had to look this up. The word yep. accord in the English language, and this is like dictionary.com, um, right. poor Merriam-Webster, they've got supplanted. Um <laughs> Accord means proper relationship or proportion,
1: hmm. or Ooh.
0: my favorite as a music lover and a worship mm-hmm. leader,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a harmonious union of sounds.
1: Mm. So it's interesting
0: <laughs> to me that gives me the chill. term that comes to mind as we talk about the walk agape paradigm and the centrality of one accord is resonance. Because mm-hmm. there's another one of those sounds. There is sound-related words. Sound. So let's talk about unity versus uniformity. So in this idea of resonance and harmony, um, again, worship leader, music mind, harmony is not possible without difference. Harmony mm-hmm. is not unison. I I knew it was another one of those uni words. Um, (laughs) There's a difference between singing in unison, melody, simultaneously, even if you're in different like octaves and you're, you know, higher or lower, Mm -hmm. that's not harmony. That is unison. That is uniformity. Mm. Harmony is only possible when there are different notes simultaneously running in a way that creates resonance, in a way that creates this uh, chord. It's spelled different, Mm -hmm. but we call it a chord.
1: Well, and that chord reflects, I love where you're going with that, because that chord reflects the beauty of this, what, I mean, God created it, right? (laughs) Of sound and how it it resolves and it it reflects that. And so if we don't have those differences, we can't see the wholeness of that beauty.
0: Yes. So I've, I've seen this conversation both in my local church and universally, there's that word again, uni, um, right. about unity and the importance of it. And a lot of times, depending on the sector of Christianity that you're listening right. to, what I hear is a call for uniformity, for everyone rightness. to be to, yeah right exactly uh-huh. for rightness to be uh-huh. everyone to believe exactly the same um and and that lends itself to almost an elitism like who's in and who's uh-huh. out um uh-huh. and that's not what i see and-
1: Yeah. And what's important and what's not. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's not what we see. Um, real quick, Jess, there is a quote that we came across in a book that we put in the Bible study that we wrote about this. Um, can you read that quote for our audience? Because I think that was one of the first times that somebody had put into words what I'd felt from a positive perspective, right? Right. There's, there's positive things about the fact that everybody worships differently and there's, can you read that for them? Worships
0: differently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we've seen this in a couple different places, this idea, but it was really a mind shift for, I think for us, because having been in that position, having seen kind of this battlefield of American Christianity and the missiles that get fired from one end to the other, because there's people all along that continuum. This was the first time that we had really come across someone saying, like, there is beauty in each of these different denominations and belief sets and traditions. There, Not only is there beauty, but we can learn from that. We should honor that. Um, mm-hmm. So the this, the book is called Releasing Heaven on Earth by Alistair Petri, is that correct? Do you think? Alistair, yeah. Mm -hmm. Petri, is that how I'm pronouncing it? Petri,
1: I think so. Sorry, who but your name?
0: Yes. So Alistair says, uh, Alistair, my bad. Although we experience denominations too often as security and strongholds, we might remember that they are historical manifestations of the work of the Holy Spirit in the early church, powerful giftings that contribute to the body of Christ as a whole. Baptists teach us about salvation, while Methodists and Presbyterians inform us of social issues. Pentecostals share about the power of God through the person in the ministry of the Holy Spirit, while Nazarenes and Wesleyans testify about the importance of holiness. Roman Catholics teach us about authority and fear of the Lord, while Anglicans and Lutherans model the wonderful balance of preaching the Word of God with liturgy and worship. The heart of the Mennonite message is reconciliation. Sound physical theology is a gift. The Christian Missionary Alliance folks can mono what it means to have a heart for missions. These are just a few examples of the extraordinary diversity in the body of Christ. The more we participate in the positive characteristics of each tradition, the greater the proclamation of the kingdom of God in its fullness, I'm going to add.
1: Oh, I just love that quote. I remember reading, I was reading the book and I got to that quote. And honestly, I don't think I went beyond that quote in the book. It was like, that's why I'm reading this book. (laughs) That's right here. Because it's such a big Deal because there's um I, I I'm I don't know where it is but in the in the scriptures it talks about like the manifest well it's everywhere the manifest glory of God and we've talked a little bit before about how glory means like proper weightiness mm-hmm. and I had I had that um, deep heart knowledge of the proper weightiness of glory and when I read that I was like oh my gosh like we are image bearers. Of the Lord, each of us are image bearers of the Lord, and we reflect different parts and pieces of Him. And the denominations reflect mm-hmm. parts and pieces of Him. What we've unfortunately maybe done instead of focusing, like like Alistair, um or Mr. Petrie said about the denominations, we've instead of focusing on the positive characteristics, we have tried to um, throw, like you said missiles, arrows, however you want to look at it, at one another and about the ways that they're wrong or they're, or they're not getting it. And really that's a perspective thing in a lot of cases, but. Or a personality
0: in, thing. I think I, or personal, yeah, that's the thing that I, should be too. Yeah. I wonder about as a personality nerd, like how much of these differences are based on personality preferences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet, we, come we gather
1: with people that are like us, and then
0: right, and then <laughs> yeah. we and and because you know, so many of us are not very self aware of our tendencies. And I mean, you know, it's not like personality and communication are super standard parts of American right. education at an early age, fortunately, right? If Jessica um,
1: and I were parting we of might be biased completely.
0: Yeah. Start there, baby.
1: (laughs) But really like how much of it
0: is that? I don't know. I don't have, I don't
1: have. But we did, we have talked about though, like, so we got unrolled this paradigm for us, the agape paradigm. And it really did shift the way we viewed everything and then we held a couple of what we called summits. And basically that was a gathering of people around us where we rolled this out and basically kind of like field tested, hey, is there anything wrong with this? I mean, mm-hmm. which is probably good, right? I mean, Oh, we,
0: absolutely. We Let's not take ourselves then, too seriously.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, are we really off here? I mean, we knew that the Lord had led us, but you always want to be in that community of The checks and the balances, and we have—we all have biases and all of that. So we field-tested this, and I remember doing the exercise on because because we're not saying that there aren't some pieces of Christianity that are critically essential to Christianity, right? Absolutely. There's very much pieces of Christianity that are non-negotiable issues, and all of the different denominations define that differently. So mm. we brought together this varying group of people from very you know, diverse, different, very diverse. Like, um, I think we didn't have racial diversity, very no, unfortunately. No. But Thank we live so in an much. area that that's super difficult. It is just difficult. I mean, we mm-hmm. just don't have a lot of racial diversity, unfortunately. But we had a lot denominational of denominational diversity. diversity. Yeah. Yes, at least that, and um, and different sexes at the table, and all of that, right? So we get everybody together. And we say, here are a, a whole list of different, what, what are they called? Um, I remember to die for, to disagree with, to discuss different things that different denominations would say are to die for issues in the Christian faith. And we gave it to them and had them, each of them individually, put it on uh, post-it notes and on the wall, go place what for them were to die for, or to disagree with, or to discuss issues in the Christian faith. And it was a fascinating exercise. Oh man. Suggest. Oh man. <laughs> it was I love totally it. Totally fascinating. Even though
0: I loved it. And the codependent side of me was like freaking out on the inside <laughs> because yeah. it was very tense very quickly. Like you it went feel. from this space because I'm a facilitator. I'm a faci- I am love facilitated learning and inviting people. And, I'm, and, and even as a worship leader, you see that like setting the stage and creating an atmosphere that invites participation and lightens the mood. And we had worked all weekend to create this beautiful atmosphere of reconciliation and harmony. And it was like you could cut the air with a knife like so yeah, thick it mm-hmm. and that's how it is that's, how, that's it is. how it is
1: yeah because too many times those types of conversations have have turned they've been weaponized for yes. people yes. and then people don't feel um, validated in their own understanding or, uh, and, and it is, it's all of us have a current understanding. Uh, There's a quote somewhere and I I don't know who said it, but essentially like, I'm going to stand before Jesus and I'm going to be wrong about things. Like all of us are like, you're wrong. I'm wrong. We're all wrong about things. And yet that's a really hard shift in our culture for whatever reason. And I'm sure some sociologist could come on here and really explain to us why it's a thing, but it's a thing. And you can feel it in a room when you introduce something like this and then ask people to make some decisions for themselves and to suspend judgment of one another in those decisions, because it's a discussion and we want to figure out, like, let's, let's figure out how to be united. Let's figure out how to be those different notes to make harmony to the Lord so that we are showing by our love who Jesus is so that unity is a reflection of God in three persons and proclaims who he is to a broken world. How can we do that guys? How can we do that? And they were great. Like these groups of people, really embraced it and it was it was beautiful in the end i think yes well and and that's what we're going to
0: keep talking about i want to be mindful of the time let's do two more things first of all i love that there are at least two no three or more spots in the bible talking about 1st corinthians 12 romans 13:14 that that paint this really clear picture Of um, I'm gonna flip there as I talk, of differences in one accord and differences in working together. So I was reading in first Corinthians twelve this morning, talking about verse starting in verse 12, for even as the body is one, yet has many members, Mm -hmm. and all the members of the body, though they're many and all different, they're one body. So Mm -hmm. also is Christ. And for by one spirit we've all been baptized into one body and keep moving on because it starts talking about jews and greeks and and i'm not skipping mm-hmm. it's very important but i'm time for the body is not one member but many and he goes on to talk about if i'm not a like if the foot says that because i'm not a hand i'm not a part of the body that it's not for this reason that it's any part less a part of the body and he goes mm-hmm. into to call out this beautiful piece and down in verse 24 he says but god so composed the body giving abundant honor to like spreading the honor around to things that Mm -hmm. felt lesser, that they'd be greater Mm -hmm. so that there may be no division in the body. That's verse 12, chapter 12, 25, but that Mm -hmm. the members may have the same care for one another. And oftentimes that Mm -hmm. is applied very rightly so to giftings in the body, Mm -hmm. to personal personalities in a local church body. But Mm -hmm. friends, we're inviting you to take a step back and to look at Jesus's emphasis on unity of the body as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I remember just how profound of a shift it was for me when suddenly it felt like the Lord was like, that's you all Jews and Greeks is in there, guys. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing more div- this divisive in that time and space culturally
1: mm-hmm. than there's Jews- neither Jew nor Greek, right? And he's saying y'all or one yeah, exactly. I, it applies
0: I, small and big is what I'm trying to say.
1: I don't know why this this came to mind as you were talking, and I can't. I honestly can't believe I didn't remember it before this in the context of this conversation, but. Do you remember that picture that the Lord gave me? Um, I can't even remember when it was. It's oh, been a few years now. Yes. Of the woman. And it was um, the context of this, guys, was that um, there was an argument going on between um, people that we loved, actually. We were seeing an argument online between some people that we deeply loved, two, diff- two, two different kinds of thought patterns or whatever. And there was a number of people involved in it in the body of Christ. And there was, it was clashing. And I can't remember if it was political in nature or what, it doesn't really matter. But I was deeply troubled by it. And I remember getting in the shower to pray. I pray in the shower a lot because I'm a mom and I don't have a lot of silence in my life. And I was in in there and I I, I got this picture in my head of this woman standing And she was very stoic faced. There was literally no emotion on her face whatsoever. And as I watched her standing there, she, I noticed that in one of her hands, she had a, uh, like a machete looking thing, like Mm. this horrible instrument of war. And um, I mean, and, and not like for a good reason, because then she picked it up in her hand, I think it was her right hand, and she just chopped her left arm off. And it was violent. Like this picture in my head was violent, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> and then, and then she chopped something else off, like her ear or something. And I just like I didn't need to see anymore. And I remember going, "That's okay, God, I think I'm good." Why? <laughs> like,
0: I get the picture. That's gory. I get the
1: picture. Well, like the impression I got was, "This is what it looks like to me," because. Yeah is my, it's my love. Like, this mm-hmm. is my church. This is the church whom I love. And when we do that to one another, whether we do it de- cross-denominationally or whether we do it individual to individual in the body of Christ, that's what it looks like. It's, it's, it's violent mm. and it's ugly. And it, and then, you know, it, how do you, how do you patch that back together? Yeah, And I just remember, and my response, my heart response was not one of looking at that situation and going, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're doing that. My heart response was conviction mm. to myself. Like right. And I remember falling down right there and just like confessing the ways that I have done that mm-hmm. in the body of Christ. And that's what we're like those types of things, this is hard for us to conceptualize and, and pass on to you guys the way it got in because it has been years, right, Jessica, of right. all of these different pieces of God's teaching over us and, and different parts of the body that have taught us different pieces of this too Absolutely. that um, show us the importance of one accord and of figuring this out in the body of Christ. I don't even know what that looks like, but at least being on the journey to unity and preserving unity.
0: Yes. But I think what you said there that was key is that, and and I hope that as our audience is listening to this, that you will take this as our heart, not as that that our conversation of this is our exploration and trying to, like, like you said, communicate our journey, it is not meant to be a weapon bashing you over the head. Our, our initial response has always been, forgive me, God, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I had, it was this personal thing. And I think that the beauty of the paradigm that the Lord has outlined in Walk Agape, he shows us how. First of all, We have to abide with Jesus. If we are not, agape is not possible in and of our own human fallen selves, broken Mm -hmm. selves, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. We have to be communing and growing and in communion with Jesus, being transformed more into his likeness, walking. That's never done. (laughs) That's a lifelong journey. And in that, we are growing together with other parts of the body, but friends, that has to be not just, we were just talking about this, how we all tend to, let's say social media for a moment, share things we agree with, right? How many of us are only friends with people who look like us, who think like us, who believe like us? We are called to grow together in deep, intimate, vulnerable relationship with people that
1: are different
0: than us. Mm-hmm. And that is how we get to one accord, is mm-hmm. when we move beyond. And there are absolutely, I love what you said earlier, Vicky, that there there are pillars, I think is what we called them yeah. in, in the yeah, summit. Pir- yeah. Pillars of the faith that distinctly differentiate us from other belief systems and traditions in the world. We are not saying absolutely. that everything goes. Okay. No. Mm -hmm. But we are saying that there is a time and a place when unity in the core, unity in relationship, and glory of God has to outweigh what we perceive as doctrinal rightness. There Mm -hmm. are disputable matters that are it's like what's that saying that we we major in the minors? Yeah. Unity has to be. It has to matter. Mm-hmm. And that can only happen. We can only look past our own, what was it that Patrick called it, strongholds and security. If we mm-hmm. care about the other person's heart and the mm-hmm. other person more than we care about our own rightness. And that mm-hmm. comes from growth and maturity and humility. And mm-hmm. it's not, it's not our normal human like. Default mm-hmm. operation. Yeah. It we takes are all time. In
1: beautiful progress.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. And and oftentimes we've talked about you know like yes, this feels like a linear linear progression from abide and grow together in one accord. It's not. It's like no. it's like the circle of grief. It's like this yeah. big whirlwind <laughs> of you know you go back and you you know it's all intertwined mm-hmm. and interconnected. And yes. as we're going to continue on, I think you said earlier the next phase, the final phase. Is the so that. so that we are in one accord, so that the world will know that God loves them and He sent Jesus to rescue us. Mm-hmm. Proclaim everywhere, so that the glory of God is proclaimed everywhere. So, going back to this resonance in in multiple indifference, this is um, from A. W. Tozer. Love him um, out of the pursuit of God. And he says, has it ever occurred to you that 100 pianos all tuned to the same tuning fork are automatically tuned to each other? They are of one accord by being tuned, not necessarily to each other, but to another standard to which each one must individually bow. Hmm. So 100 worshipers met together, each looking away to Jesus, to Christ, are in heart nearer to each other than they could ever possibly be where they become, were they to become unity conscious and turn their eyes away from God to strive closer Amen. for fellowship. Mm. Relationship mm. has to be key. We have to care about the heart of others as much or more than we care about ourselves. But ultimately it comes back to abiding in Jesus. Amen. Every time. It's
1: impossible.
0: Impossible.
1: Abiding in Jesus, because that is like He said, that's the tuning fork. Yes, that's the tuning fork. And when we and I think we've all experienced this. The picture I got in my head is a massive worship concert. Mm. I think we've all experienced this going to a, a an event, big event. Do you, do you sit as you're in a worship concert and look next to the person, you know, at the person next to you and go, I wonder what they think about predestination versus, <laughs> I mean, really, do you ever do that?
0: That's I, the exact I, example I, that I, came I, into my mind.
1: <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I love you. If you do that, I, I love you. And, and let's talk. Okay. Because really, I mean, no, you're there to worship God. Like you're, you're not looking around wondering what everybody's doctor differences are, you're there to worship God. And if we can get that in like the wholeness of our life and this abundant life that we live because of Jesus, how beautiful. Ah, that's just, oh, my heart just beats so deeply for this because it's like, I see this beautiful picture of what God designed in his body. And and I know it's gorgeous. And I can't like, I see it, and little like little stars in the sky (laughs) but I want to see the fullness and the brightness of it and I know that I won't see that forever until I see Jesus face to face however um let's let's work on that together guys
0: coming up next our common unity questions we ask our guests and challenge ourselves to share a bit more of our hearts through some fun questions stay tuned are you enjoying the podcast want to be a part of the team be on the lookout for the release of our Patreon account coming April 2020. For mere cents a day, you can support this podcast as well as future programs that we currently have in development. Come partner with us. More info on that coming soon. And now, on to our common unity questions. Let's build some community.
1: So on that, on that bent, um, we want to take this not... Because like I said, we started out doing Waka Gape summits, gathering people together. And we're in this weird cultural shift right now with this coronavirus thing. And I hope it doesn't last forever. But I know that when it's all over, people are going to want to be like, let's get together. But right now, um, getting together looks different. (laughs) But we would like to um, launch a, a platform where we can quote, get together virtually online and be able to um, have these conversations and um, share some resources, not only us sharing resources with you, but you with the rest of the people on there. And so we are going to be launching our Patreon account very, very soon. So what's that going to look like, Jess?
0: You're so funny. You say that like <laughs> I pass the baton, like Jessica has the answer. Well, be, the Patreon account is really, I think what we've discussed, it, it is an opportunity to gather. And Vicki, you're our, our gathering personality. and And I so I love that. Because we understand that, that, first of all, this is Jesus thing, and he and the spirit, mm-hmm. like, and the father, like they are drawing hearts to this. It's not our job to go out and convince people. And so we need a place, we want to create a space where those that feel the resonance of this paradigm can come together and start having conversation and create a safe space to really wrestle with what this looks like. Because guys, it's not easy. It no. is not easy. What we have discussed today is some of the hardest work I have ever done.
1: Amen. And even amongst friends. Even, even amongst, amongst people, friends. Deep relationship and friendship. Jessica and I can both attest to the fact that we have had some knock down, drag out conversations that we disagreed and we had to walk away and come back and choose to walk agape with one another. And choose to lean into agape, even when we were like, I don't really like you right now. You know, I mean, these are hard, these are hard wrestling conversations and, and, and lessons and I don't know all the words to use about it, but yes, Yes,
0: absolutely, (laughs) it's a journey. It is. And some people really, if you, you know, if that word bothers you go with epic quest, I'm good with that too.
1: Sure. Epic quest.
0: Epic quest. (laughs) It feels, it feels epic to me. So we want to create this space to gather and to invite people, because trolls are everywhere. To invite people to take another step deeper into this, we acknowledge first and foremost that Patreon is designed to be a subscription contribution-based space. There is money involved. We have set our our financial contributions super small because, because. Um, mm-hmm. There are five of us sitting at this table currently on our team. Um, As you know, we're always praying for who else God's going to bring to the mix, but um, none of us are getting paid. It is Mm -hmm. a completely volunteer thing. And thus far, we have simply poured into uh, this effort out of the abundance that the Lord has given us. And He has 100% always. Always provided.
1: But we feel Mm -hmm. like
0: this is the next step. And it's so interesting with the timing. I mean, God's timing just blows me away because now we're in this corona quarantine and which makes you know asking for finances a little bit more awkward. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Like I personally super struggle with that but at the mm-hmm. same time it is a unique situation for us to be unified in our mm-hmm. personal experiences and come to the table virtual table honey i heard you yeah <laughs> on a different level than we ever have before this is the vision vicky can you go ahead and read that that bullet point the the, the, the ultimate vision that the lord gave to us when Well, seven years ago now, um, when when he asked me, he called me out of my professional facilitation career. It was about with this picture of getting, of gathering the people together. Someone said, I think it was Carrie, said belly to belly, face Mm -hmm. to face, heart to heart, Mm -hmm. to have, not to have and fix it all but to equip each other and show you, show each other that it's possible. We wrote it down. I think that's in mm-hmm. th- from some of the materials. Can you read that for us, Vic?
1: Yeah. Our, our goal is to equip the body with tools to overcome the divisions that separate us so that the church can love its own well. We hope to provide you with skills to identify for yourself why unity matters, what to be unified on, with whom we should be seeking unity in what context to pursue it and how.
0: So well said who wrote that. It's awesome. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not saying that it's all inspired. I'm just saying, I don't do that good work. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. It is. That is the heart of Wakagape. And if you've been listening to this and that resonates with you, we 're just inviting you to join us to create this community as we move forward. The podcast is really just the first step, and this is the first series we 're going to keep going. We are so excited to continue to bring people to the table, especially people that are just shining in walking agape in this corona crisis mm-hmm. we 're going to do more of that coming out after we finish this series, but there's so much work to be done, brothers and sisters. There's so much work to be done to unify mm-hmm. and to have just to love well. And the podcast is the first step. We have been writing Bible studies. We're currently studying on our Walking Agape public Facebook group, beautiful Jesus elevator speech, some beautiful stuff that study work that Vicki has done and is leading us through. Um, We want to create a community of like hearted people that the Lord is gathering so that we can eventually move forward into face to face, community driven, in person facilitated learning
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: whether that happens with us some of this is like jesus is going to have to figure out all these details because there's only five of us and we have like nine children between us and <laughs> some of us are over 70 and like there's like how jesus is going to pull this off we have so many unanswered questions
1: we know
0: <laughs> that we are going to pass this on to people and people are going to do yeah. this in this own in their own com- own communities in their own family of god locally what that looks like there's so many unanswered questions but if the Lord is calling you, if there is a resonance to this stuff, we just invite you to come join us on Patreon. It is an invitation to support financially what we're doing to pay for not our salaries, but to Mm -hmm. pay for like the website and, you know, eventually travel costs and like, how do we just keep going? Um, Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. it's time to level up. I just get that quickening. Like I, of course, I've had that quickening for a while, but now we all have that quickening together. So now it must be time. Yes, um, definitely.
1: We know that you're out there. We know that there are people just like I I said, I've had a heartbeat that I couldn't even identify for so many years. And I remember when all these pieces came together and I went, oh, there it is. Yep. And we know that you are out there. We know that there. you're hearing this and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I feel the same way. And so if that's you, please go to our Patreon site, Walk Agape, and uh, we will be posting the um, link in the comments to this podcast, wherever you find it. And we are so glad that you joined us around the table today. Please, We let promise us know- giant
0: celebrations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Whenever
0: we find our people, we're like, ah. Totally. That we was, get a little squirrely. We do. We get very, very happy.
1: <laughs> Have a fantastic day. Take care.
0: You've been listening to the We Are Invincible podcast, a project of Waka Kape. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Waka Kape to join the community and get updates and encouragement throughout your week. Come back next week to meet another part of the extended family of God. We're real, we love Jesus, and you never know who's going to walk through the door. Thanks for joining us. We hope you come
1: back to the table soon.